0: Hi, you're listening to Barely There Theater. Up this week, a rehearsal for our most recent play. There'll be a brief message at the end of the episode. Hope you enjoy.
1: Bring life. You know, back there.
0: Okay, we're off to the races. Okay, well, I'm so excited. Where we're finally, we're finally here together and doing this. Um, so I think what I want to do, um, is kind of talk about a little bit about why I chose this in the first place, because it is not, um, typically done in Chekhov's, um, canon of work. It's, um, a footnote, I would, I would generously call it. Um, but what is unique about it? is uh, it was, I, as far as I can tell, and I may be wrong about this, but it is the only bit of Chekhov's writing where it started off as a short story and he turned it into a play. Mm. Oh. Um, I don't think he did that with any of other, his other works. Um, and so for me, it's kind of interesting in that regard because it's fun to see the trajectory of where it started versus where it ended up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the, the text <laughs> you guys have. is It is, um, I'll call it a smushed version of those two texts of the short story and the play, because there's some really good parts about the short story that just are not present in the play, and then there's some really fun parts in the, sh- the play that are not present whatsoever in the short story. Um, so it's two separate works, then? Is as- it- effectively, okay. because the short story starts at one point mm-hmm. and ends at one point, and then the play starts a little bit later and then ends a little bit later. Interesting. So it's 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 a, it's a very interesting, um, from a, a literary nerdy perspective, it's very interesting for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the context is, it was originally written as a short story in 1886, um, which, if you've skimmed the text, it's about this old uh, comedic actor um, who's playing Calchas, uh, which I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, but it, he is a character from a musical about a Greek um, myth. Um, and he's, the character is just effectively a clown. Um, he's the butt of the joke of the, of the show he's originated from. And so it is this actor who is playing the the clown, and he wakes up in the theater late at night, just totally abandoned and deserted. He's like, "What's going on?" Um, and it, it's him having um, not quite a midlife crisis, maybe a late, late life, life a late life sorry. crisis. Yeah. Um, and it's him realizing that this is what his life is, and he has a little bit of a breakdown over it. Um, it kind of reads like a melodrama, but I do not want to do it that way. It was initially written as a vaudeville. And oh. so it's supposed to be funny. And so I really want to kind of lean into just how absurd this man's problem is. is because he's living the life ultimately he wants to do, is being an actor, but it's not the right kind of acting. And so he's, <laughs> he's just so distraught. Well, he's um, James
1: Tyrone in many ways. Yes. You know? James Tyrone. So, yeah, he's... Long days, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, uh,
0: and what I, what I think is kind of fun about it is that he is this clown... But I am choosing to interpret it as that he still ends up giving this very powerful performance at the end of this piece. Um, So even though he is a comedic actor, he still has this depth and his beauty in him. But he presents it to a totally empty house. And so it's that that classic Chekhov um, beauty tinged with tragedy. Um, But it was written originally as a short story in 1886. um, And then it was adapted to a play the following year. And it was written, I'm pretty sure he just wrote it as a vehicle for this actor, Russian actor, who I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name. (laughs) Um, But he was wildly popular. Um, He originated the role of Ivanov in Chekhov's play, Ivanov. Um, um, But that's effectively what it was. Even as a play, it's basically just a footnote. I wasn't able to find too much text written about the play itself and practically none about the short story. So it's this very kind of overlooked work in Chekhov's. Um, over, but I, I think it's fun, and I think there's there's some stuff we can do with it. Um, so before I kind of dive into the rehearsal part of things, I just want to highlight some fun things um, to help uh, inform your performance. So the the lead guy's name Vasily Sviatlovidov which is about as Russian of a name as you can get. It's uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. sviatlovidov actually um, roughly translates to one who sees the light. Um, which is fun and ironic because he's in a pitch dark theater. I love that. (laughs) Literally not seeing the light. (laughs) Um, and a fun distinction is that in the short story, he's 58, but in the play, he's 68. Um, which I'm not entirely sure why Chekhov made that change. Um, maybe because it's a little bit... I'm trying to decide if it's funny or sadder to have a 58-year-old have this breakdown or a 68-year-old have this breakdown. Um... Because fifty-eight appears a few times throughout the text, so I just want to determine: if you want to do fifty-eight or sixty-eight? Yeah, it feels sadder to
1: me only because you know fifty-eight is like, and he's like, "I'm an old man, I'm done." It's are <laughs> you're 58, you're you, you, fifty-eight. You're fine. You way have way. many, many Th- years ahead. It's not like even right? sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs> I think we'll go with. I think fifty-eight because I think that just makes him a little more pitiful. Um, so mm. throughout, anytime you see. If it's 68, it's going to be 58. Cool. Do you have a pen and by any chance? I'm sorry I didn't buy one. Oh, I have a pencil. That'll work too. Um, and so what I did um, is, so if you flip to page um, five, towards the bottom there where uh, Svyat Lovodov says, Who are you? Um, that's where the play starts. Oh, really? So everything before that is short story. Um so that is everything that didn't make the cut for Chekhov's version of the play. And so what I actually did is um, I went through and highlighted what parts came from the the play originally and then what parts came from the short story because oh, cool. the first the, op- the play opens with um Sviatlavov having this monologue where he basically Exposits everything that happens in the first like five pages of the short story. Mm. Um, but that's not very engaging. So I chopped it up <laughs> and spliced it around.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and so all this is just kind of bleed up. And then if you flip to page eight, um, where Ivanich um, says, You look pale, it's time for you to go home. And then Sviat Lovodov has this whole little chunk here. Um, that's where the short story ends. Um, he, the prompter just kind of takes him back into the dressing room and undresses him and he sobs to himself and that's the end of the short story it's not a very fun ending I like the play more because we get to go on and have this wonderful little performance between the two of them at the end which I think is just a little more fun mm-hmm. dramatically um, and so that's kind of the the two pieces of these these two texts that have been fused together is <clears throat> I grafted them together to kind of make it a more full piece, and hopefully a little more um, deserving of of
1: performance. It's very reminiscent of a play in a movie called The Dresser. Do You know about that? I do not. Um, heard of it. Albert Finney and Tom Courtenay. It was in '83, and it was it's about an elderly dying clown mm-hmm. in World War II, uh, whose dresser like has to coax him on stage, and the guy's always drunk, and it's but oh, yeah, it was fun. up for Best Picture and stuff. I mean, it's a yeah. big major Oscar thing so. Man, 83. i love that yeah ah. Cover it, yeah it's good, good. you okay. chance to see it it's wonderful i love
0: that that does seem very reminiscent of this yeah it does. um there's a couple other points that um i have spliced where are they um on page six um most of the way down where sviat um says, I won't go home, I have no home, none, none. And Ivanich says, Jesus Christ, have you forgotten where you live? <laughs> um, the Jesus Christ is from the short story, but in the play, it's just, oh dear, have you forgotten where yeah, you live? Jesus really? Which yeah, Jesus Christ is funnier, because it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And then another one um, is on page three, um, when Svyat Lavadov is... Um, inspecting the space and he um spits or before he spits he says a whole squadron's been sleeping in my mouth um which is just so gross and delightful um that's from the short story in the play it's i'm drunk ugh oh wow which is a step down (laughs) i think Yeah. yeah and so it's just it's fun for me to look at those transitions where like he had something really good And then for whatever reason, he, he dumbed it down and he cut it out. I'm like Mm. this. And you know, that could be attributed to Russian censors of the day. That's what I was thinking. Every single bit of literature had to be passed before a censor. And so sometimes they would just deem stuff inappropriate.
1: You say squadron uh, that leads to Russian military, mm-hmm. you're talking about? And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah as yeah, yeah. yeah. so saying th- that we're dirty? Yep. Squadron? <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want the Russian squadron <laughs> in your mouth? <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's, it's, better on, better, better change that to, I'm drunk. Ugh. <laughs> and so, uh, Ugh. yeah, so little little fun things like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other big changes. But yeah, just kind of fun things like that. So I think that's kind of the the context I want to give. Um, I have Chekhov present as a character in this play. That's going to be me. I'm just going to be basically the narrator who does the thankless job of stage directions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because uh, the nice thing about doing this as a radio play is I get to kind of cheat and almost treat it like an audiobook. And so I can kind of do the set, the setting the stage that we wouldn't get um, in a traditional stage play. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I want? And so, because, like I mentioned, this was initially written as a vaudeville, I really want the both of you to chew the scenery, um, to absolutely give me way too much both energy, um, emotion. <laughs> just just make it over the top, and if it's too much, I will rein you in, but I really do kind of want this very overblown... Um, I mean, there are actors in the theater who are drunk. Oh, <laughs> you, I, I, yes. we, I think we've all, not, if not necessarily drunk, been inebriated in the theater and have seen oh. um, how over the top um,
1: <laughs> actors
0: can be. Oh, yeah. um, and so, the kind of the, the arc I want is Sviatlovdov to be just ruthlessly drunk. He's still drunk from the, the evening's ongoings. And so, to just have him be drunk and then to have the prompter, um, Ivanovich, Ivanich, I have a couple different spellings of it, that's fine. Ivanich? Um, Ivanich, I think that's so. it. Yeah. Um, is you are. You're just a squatter and you so desperately want to be not kicked out. So, you are doing everything to placate um, this man who is not really in any position of power, but you still have been caught squatting inside the theater. And so, you're like, please don't kick me out. Got it. Um, and so. If you want to be aggressively drunk, Mike, and then when you get to the performing part, um, that's when I kind of want to shift into an actually just very pretty, not drunk performance. Um, that he just... It's kind of like, you know, I mean, well, again, we've all seen people who have been a little a little more inebriated than they should be at the theater who are just like a mess, and they walk on stage, and it's like that light bulb clicks, and there's, yeah. there's just, they're fine. It's totally the dresser. Right? right, it's rent that yeah. movie. I will. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm going to make a note right here. <laughs> <laughs> the dresser. Um, and so that's kind of what I want, is I want that shift of um, when he's performing, he's no longer this pitiful joke of a man, but he is just this this presence Um, and he's so moving that, um, Ivanich just can't help but be moved to tears, um, which I think will be, Mm it will give us a lot of, (laughs) a fun little trajectory to play. Um, I'm trying to, trying to think if there's any other context I want to give. Um, oh, so the, I have set up, um, microphones. Here's stage left. Here's stage right. Um, You do not need to play to the microphones. They are kind of um, set up in a manner where they are um, cranked up, so they're going to pick up the most minute of sounds. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't feel the need to direct your performance to the microphones, but there is going to be very minor blocking that effectively amounts to left to right. Um, Or just if you feel the need to move, this is your very tiny stage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're free to use your very tiny space as you see fit. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any anything else any kind of questions before we start working our way through it do they know each other prior to meeting
1: yes Um,
0: so um, you're the prompter for the theater which your whole job is you just memorize every single text that's in the theater's repertoire um so that way you can run lines with any of the actors when they see fit so you know him you work with him but that's about the extent of the relationship because he is he is a clown um he's a and a drunk clown at that so um right i mean he's he's such a pitiful man that he he gets drunk and they just forget him there they just leave that's, him yeah, in the dressing room. He's and so that's what people think of him. And so when I you see. when you wake up in the middle of your your squatting, you're like, oh my god, it's him. Oh, god. <laughs> oh, god. oh god. And so it's you're very much trying to placate him to be like, please don't rat on me. Yeah. You wanna run lines? <laughs> okay, fine. We can <laughs> we we can run lines. Um And even the lines he wants to run, um it's he's he's been playing the clown his entire life and so for him to want to play these like the King Lear and the Hamlets um, and the Othellos, it's, it's effectively if you like woke up in a theater with Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart was like, hey, can we run lines for King Lear? And you're like, Kevin, bud, I just Kevin. I think these are a little bit out of <laughs> out of your range. And he's like, yeah. "No, I got it." And then he actually blows you away with an amazing performance. <laughs> and so that's kind of what I think the <laughs> I the, the the gist of it is is like it's just this clown, <laughs> just this drunk, sad clown who actually has beauty in him. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't realize that until it's too late. It's a swan song. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> and
1: that's the okay. title.
0: Um. Other questions, things you're curious about. Uh, is it possible to be too loud for the microphones or um, not? No. It is, okay. Feel free to... Uh, I will tell you if we hit that limit, but I doubt we'll get there. Okay. Because I have them. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll yeah, see. We'll find it we'll find it. love it
1: off. I love these Russian names. They're
0: very, very Russian. They're so Russian. Um, I'm trying to think.
1: <laughs>
0: Nikitushka,
1: um,
0: Petrushka, Yagorka. Yagorka. Um, I'm trying to think. Sviatlovidov. Sviatlov. I'm trying to think if there's any other tricky things to go over. I don't think so. Um, and you did say no accents. Correct. Cool. Um it's already translated from Russian to English, so why, who are yeah. we who are we full one? Yeah, it's right. <laughs> who are we fooling? one? Alright. Um Okay, then let's just kind of go to the top. Mm-hmm. Adam, I'm actually going to swoop your spot. Sure. Um, and as the narrator, I'll just be chilling up center. Um and then, Mike, your entrance will be from... Let's have you come over here from stage right. And cool. will just kind of cross the center. It wouldn't
1: kill me to use a restroom before we do this. Go for it,
0: actually, if that's right. Where Absolutely would I find that? First door on the left in the hallway. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, so, Mike, you will enter from stage right. Um... W- um uh, shortly after, I say Vasily, a stout man of 68 years. Um, or did I say 58? 50, 50, 58. 58, thank you. Um, 58 years. Um, and if you could just enter with like a big belly laugh when you come in. I'm just being <laughs> like... <laughs> Because, I mean, you're drunk and you woke up in a the theater and you're like, ah, 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 ah. I woke up in a theater drunk. It and is, so, isn't that crazy? Adam, when not you... Not the first, not the last. Time. Or first. <laughs> not not the first or last. And then, Adam, when you eventually enter on page five, um, you will just come, you will start... Well, you have a couple of little, um,
1: ah, 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 lines. Ah, ah, um, you can just kind of ah. do that
0: from the doorway over there. Got it. And then when you eventually enter, you will just cross from there to meet Mike here in the the stage area. Got um, it. And then I think that's the, the blocking for now. Um, and then I'll read through things. If either of you have any input for me on maybe some little things I could do to make the narration more fun or engaging, just let me know. Um, it's a free and open environment. Uh, um, so... The scene is laid on the stage of a country theater at night after the play. At the back of the theater are series of unpainted doors leading into the dressing rooms. The stage is encumbered with all sorts of rubbish, the visible traces of the stage's recent encounter with the muse of tragedy, a meeting as secret as it was violent and ugly as vice. In the middle of the stage is an overturned stool. There'd been a benefit that night, and all the audience had swarmed the stage to drink with the performers at the close of the performance. But they're all gone now. The silence is sepulchral. Vasily, a stout man of 58 years, enters from the dressing room with a candle in hand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, this is funny. Uh, Here's a good joke. (laughs) Mm. Ah, I fell asleep in my dressing room when the play was over, and there I was calmly snoring after everybody else had left the theater. Ah, I'm a foolish old man. A poor old daughter. I have been drinking again, and so I fell asleep in the theater. Sitting up <laughs> That was clever. Good for you, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yugorka Petrushka where the devil are you? Petrushka The scoundrels must be asleep. And an earthquake wouldn't wake them now. Yoga! Go! Oh. Go! Oh.
0: The comedian remembered that Yagorka and Protushka had received three rubles each for vodka on occasion of the benefit. After such a windfall, they never stayed in the theater at night.
1: Not a sound. Only echoes answer me. The rascals have gone off and have probably locked up the theater. Mm. The whole squadron's been sleeping in my mouth. No, don't be so thirsty. Old fool, you've got to stop. My back's aching and my head's aching and I'm getting cold. I'm getting old. I can play the fool and brag and pretend to be young, but my life is really over now. I kiss my hand to the 58 years that have gone by. I'll never see them again. I have drained the bottle. Only a few little drops are left at the bottom. Nothing but the drinks. Yes. Yes, that's the case, the old boy. Mm. The time has come for you to rehearse the part of a mummy. Whether you like it or not, death is on its way to you. It was strange, thought Vasily, that he had been
0: performing for 45 years, and this was the first time he saw a theater at night after the lights had been put out. The first time. How dark it is. Vasily walked to the footlights and peered into the dark. He couldn't see a thing. Just the prompter's booth, the seats, and the music stands of the orchestra were barely visible. The entire auditorium looked like a black, bottomless pit, a gaping mouth, infinitely deep and desolate, soulless like a grave in which death itself could be hiding.
1: Ooh. How cold it is. What a place for ghosts. You Yugoaka! Oh, oh, oh. Petruska? Where are you? You devils. <laughs> I must give up drinking. I'm an old man. I shan't live much longer. At fifty-eight people go to church and prepare for death. But here I am. Heavens! A profane old drunkard in this fool's dress. I'm simply not fit to look at. I must go and change it at once. Oh, this is a dreadful place. I should die of fright sitting here all night. This is where the spirits are summoned.
0: A breeze blew through the theater and Vasily froze in terror. Who are you? Who are you? There was a white human figure standing in one of the critics' lodges.
1: Who are you?
0: The figure swung one leg over the barrier of the lodge and slept down and silently, like a shadow, headed for the ramp. It's me. Who
1: are you? It is I, sir, the prompter, Nikita Ivanich. It is I, it is I. It is I. Who are you? <laughs> it is you. you Nikitushka. what? What are you doing here? I spend my nights in the dressing rooms. Only please be good enough to not tell Alexei Fomitch, sir, I have nowhere else to spend ah, the night. it is you Nikitushka, hmm. is it? Just think just like The audience called me out sixteen times. They brought me three wreaths and lots of other things too. They were all wild with enthusiasm, and yet not a soul came when it was all over to wake the poor drunken old man and take him home. And I am an old man, Nikitushka. I am 58 years old, and I am ill. I have in the heart left. To go on go, no, go,, don't don't, don't, don't go away, Nikatushka, I am old and helpless, and I feel it is time for me to die. Oh, it is dreadful, dreadful, oh, It's time for you to go home, I won't go home, I have no home, home, none, none, Jesus Christ, have you forgotten where you live? I won't go there. I won't! I am all alone there. I have nobody, Nikitushka, no wife, no children. I am like the wind blowing across the lonely fields. I shall die and no one will remember me. It is awful to be alone. No one to cheer me. No one to caress me. No one to help me to bed when I am drunk? Whom do I belong to? Who needs me? Who loves me? Not a soul, Nikitushka. Your audience loves you. My audience has gone home. They are all asleep and have forgotten their old clown. No, No. nobody needs me. Nobody loves me. I have no wife, no children. Oh dear, oh dear. Don't be so unhappy about it. I am a man. I am still alive. Warm red blood is tingling in my veins. The blood of noble ancestors. I am an aristocrat, Nikitushka. I served in the army, in the artillery before I fell as low as this. And what a fine young chap I was. So handsome, so hot, (laughs) so brave. Where has it all gone? What has become of those old days? There's the pit that has swallowed them all, swallowed them all. I remember it all now. Forty-five years of my life lie buried there, and what a life! Nikitushka! I can see it as clearly as I see your face. The ecstasy of youth, faith, passion, the love of women. Women. Nikitushka. <laughs> <laughs> it is time you went to sleep, sir. When I first went on the stage in the first glow of passionate youth, I remember a woman loved me for my acting. She was beautiful, graceful as a poplar, young, innocent, pure, and radiant as a summer dawn. Her smile could charm away the darkest night. I remember I stood before her once as I am now standing before you, she had never seemed so lovely to me as she did then. And she spoke to me so with her eyes, such a look. I shall never forget it, no, not even in the grave, so tender, so soft, so deep, so bright, and young. She, Enraptured, intoxicated, I fell on my knees before her. I begged for my happiness, and she said, Give up the stage. Ha! Give up the stage! (laughs) Do you understand? She could love an actor, but marry him never. I was acting that day. I remember... I had a foolish clown's part, and as I acted, I felt my eyes being opened. I saw that the worship of the art I had held so sacred was a delusion and an empty dream, that I was a servant, a fool, the plaything of the idleness of strangers. I understood my audience at last, and since that day, I have not believed in their applause or in their wreaths, or in their enthusiasm. Yes, Nikitushka, the people applaud me. They buy my photograph, but I am a stranger to them. They don't know me. I am as the dirt beneath their feet. They are willing enough to meet me. But allow a daughter or a sister to marry me? An outcast? Never. I have no faith in them. No faith in them! You look pale. It, it's time for you to go I saw through it all that day. And like knowledge was dreary, dreary, dearly tonight, Nikatushka. After that, when that girl, well, I began to wander. Aimlessly about living from day to day without looking ahead, I I took the parts of buffoons and low comedians, letting my mind go to wreck. (laughs) But I was a great artist once. (laughs) Till little by little I threw away my talents, played the motley fool, lost my looks, lost the power of expressing myself, and became in the end nothing instead of a man. I have been swallowed up in that great black pit. I never felt it before, but tonight when I woke up, I looked back and there behind me lay 58 years. I have just found out what it is to be old. It is all over, (laughs) all over. There, there. There, dear master. Be <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Gracious. Petrushka! Yagorka! <laughs> uh, but what a genius I was! You cannot imagine what power I had. What eloquence, how graceful I was. How tender, how many strings quivered. And this breast, it chokes me to think... It. Listen now. Wait, let me catch my breath. It's something from King Lear. The sky is black. See? Rain is pouring down. Thunder roars. Lightning splits the whole sky. And then. Listen. Blow, winds, and crack your cheeks. Rage, blow, you cataracts and huracanus spout, till you have drenched our steeples, drowned the cocks. You sulfurous thought-executing fires, vaunt couriers of oak-cleaving thunderbolts, singe my white hand, and thou, all shaking thunder, strike flat, the thick rotundity of the world. Crack nature's molds. All Germans spill at once, that make ungrateful man. Now the part of the fool. Come, take the fool's part. Be quick, I can't wait. Oh, Nuncle! Court holy water in a dry house is better than this rainwater out the door. Good
0: Nuncle, in! Ask thy daughter's blessing. Here's a knight pities neither wise
1: men nor fools. Rumble thy bellyful spit, fire, spout, rain, nor rain. Wind, thunder, fire are my daughters. I tax not you, you elements, with unkindness. I never gave you kingdom, called you children. Ah. <laughs> Strength. (laughs) There is talent for you. Mm -hmm. I'm a great artist. Now then, here's something else of the same kind to bring back my youth to me. For instance, take this from Hamlet. I'll I'll begin. Uh, Let me see. How does it go? Yes, this is it. Oh, the recorders. Let me see one to withdraw with you. Why do you go about to recover the wind of me as if you would drive me into a toil? Oh, my lord, if my duty be too bold, my love is too unmannerly. I do not well understand that. (laughs) Will you play upon this pipe? My lord, I cannot. I pray you. Believe me, I cannot. I do beseech you. I know no touch of it, my lord. Tis as easy as lying. Govern those vantages with your finger and thumb. Give it breadth with your mouth and it will discourse most eloquent music. Look you, these are the stops. But these I cannot command to any utterance of harmony. I have not the skill. Oh, look, How unworthy a thing you make of me. You would play upon me. You would seem to know my stops. You would pluck out the heart of my mystery. You would sound me from my lowest note to the top of my compass. And there is much music. Excellent voice in this little organ. It cannot make it speak. Do you think I am easier to be played on than a pipe? Call me what instrument you will, though you can fret me, you cannot play upon me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 <Huh>? Bravo! Oh. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> there
1: you go. that's an Uncle! Bravo! Oh. Oh, oh, where the devil is there any old age in that? I'm not old, that is all nonsense, a torrent of strength rushes over me, this is life, freshness, youth, old age and genius can't exist together, you seem to be struck dumb, Mm Nikitushka, wait a second, let me come to my senses again, oh Oh, good lord, now listen, did you ever hear such tenderness, such music? softly the moon had set there was not any light save of the lonely legion watch stars pale in outer air and what by fits made bright not oleanders in a rosy veil searched by the lamping fly whose little spark went in and out like passion's bashful hope what's that? hmm Oh, there are Petrushka and Yagorka, coming back. Yes, you have genius. Genius, oh, my master. Come here to me, boys. <laughs> let me go and get dressed. I'm not old. <laughs> All that is foolishness and nonsense. What are you crying for? You poor old granny, you. What's the matter now? Oh, this, this won't do. There, there, this, this this won't do at all. Come, come, old man, don't stare so. What makes you stare like that? There. Don't cry, for there is art and genius. There can never be such things as old age or loneliness or sickness, and death itself is No, Nikodushka, it's all over for me now. What sort of a genius am I? I'm like a squeezed lemon, a cracked bottle, and you, you are the old rat of the theater. Do you remember those lines from Othello, Nikotushka? Mm-hmm. Rapid clouds have drunk the last pale beam of even. Away, the gathering winds will call the darkness soon. And the profoundest midnight shroud the serene lights of heaven.
0: They go out together. The curtain falls slowly into play. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. How fun. How fun. How How fun. fun. I, do, I do have a few notes. Um, I think most of them are just notes I want to give. There is just one part I want to run again um, before we go through. Could and I ask you a favor? Absolutely. Could we get some lights on? It yes. Just because
1: I'm older than fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> Arabic, it's very hard to read. Thank you. I heard it too. I was like, no, no. noodles. Did you like that? Noodles is a fan of Chekhov. Noodles,
0: noodles. loves Chekhov. <laughs> this is a kind no- of round. <laughs> okay, so just the general notes I want to give on page... Um, page five. Um, when um, Adam says, it's me, you let out a little shriek, a little... Oh! Just a little something. <laughs> Uh, because there's just this effectively what looks like a ghost appearing in the theater in the middle of the night, and so when it speaks, you're like, oh my god, it's okay. it's, it's, it's it's real. Um, I don't know if
1: have many falsetto notes left, but I'll okay. do what I can. Sure, just some, <laughs>
0: some kind of noise to kind of help <laughs> accentuate sure. um, his entrance. And then, if you could... Guys... <laughs> um, if you could really kind of play up the self-pity on page six where, um, he says um, just wake the poor, drunken old man and just really all those olds just really, really milk them because, god, you're just so full of self-pity for your for your your decrepit age of 58. (laughs) Um, (laughs) heaven forbid. Um, and then Adam, if you could um, start off with a little more contempt for him, just because, oh. like, oh my god, out of all the people who could have caught me in the theater, it's this dude. Okay. This dude who's 58 years old and thinks he's dead.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I like to imagine this is almost a daily occurrence for him, where he just complains about being old, and every other member of the theater is like, yeah, okay, dude, you're you're 58. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're not. And so if we could just see a little more contempt for him in these first kind of sure. little interactions, because really, he's not letting you get a word in. Um, and I like that you're cutting Adam off um, quite a bit. I keep keep doing that. Okay. Notes. Um, and then when you start on page nine, Adam, when you start engaging with him um, mm-hmm. and joining him in the scene, um, really hit the nuncles, Um because that in um, Shakespeare's language is um, what's the word I'm looking for. Derogatory.
1: <laughs> oh, it's it's it's
0: yeah, it's it's which is fun because in Lear, it's the fool literally talking to the king like he's a peasant. Um, Got it. Um, so it's so you, it's, we would equate it to like what word now? Like effectively, idiot.
1: Got it. Like okay. you're
0: literally like it's literally just Lear call or the fool calling Lear an idiot to his face, um, which for power dynamics in the day was a big no no, yeah. but he's the fool he gets Nunk. to get away with it but it is a little bit of um the parts that Chekhov chose for them to play together are deliberate because it is um you having contempt for him ah. both the fool having contempt for Lear but also the prompter having contempt for the actor being like oh my god it's dude, it's like 2 in the morning do we have to run lines right now yeah and so it's, it's a little bit of that of like you can really hit those knuckles and be like god you're just such a pain in the ass mm-hmm. um and then on page ten, I wanna I wanna add a bit. I don't know if it'll read, but we can certainly try it. Mm-hmm. Um when you um say, Will you play upon this pipe? Let that kind of linger in the air as kind of a, you know an innuendo and Adam, yeah. you can have a little <laughs> <clears throat> uh My Lord I cannot <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's make a little bit out of that and see if it reads. Mm-hmm. Um just because out of all the pits he could have plucked from Hamlet. This I is the bit he that. plucked. Um, so let's make it a little um, a little saucy. Gotcha. And then um, when he finishes his Hamlet monologue on the next page, um, call me what instrument you will, though you fret me, you cannot play upon me. Mm-hmm. Adam, can you just let out a little,
1: wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little like, oh my god, <laughs> like you're
0: finally, you're finally getting into the swing of what he's doing. And you're like, wow. Um... Yes, and then on the final page and this is what I want to run one more time just to see if it's even going to work um well um, Adam towards the bottom of 11 when he finishes them went in and out like passion's bashful hope um start crying at that point or sounding like crying um just because you're so moved by his performance. And then I want you to kind of um, build upon that crying um, mm-hmm. to the point where when he says, um, what are you crying for? I want you to be almost hysterical to kind of play up. your Because you've been so self-pitying, and now that you have this man crying in front of you, you're like, well, what the hell is wrong with you? And so I think it's a fun little reversal at the very tail end. Um, but then what I want to try is... Um, in that paragraph, Don't Cry, where there's art and um, genius, you start getting yourself worked up in the middle of that, and then you start crying with Adam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I want, I want to kind of try it and see if it's a bit. And so then um, ha, I want you two to cry together, and then you pull yourself together a bit. No, no, Nikitushka, it is all over for now. And then you finish um, finish that out. So Adam, I just kind of want you weeping throughout this entire last page got it um, <laughs> and then um, w- Mike when you say a prompter you can let out one of those big laughs again and then you're like alright enough crying let's, let's get out of here wow. um, so I just want to try that last page one more time to see if it's going to read or if it's mm-hmm. going to be too much um, so let's take it from uh, Bravo Encore Bravo on page 11 <clears throat> and just kind of run it through mm-hmm. and see what happens and then we'll we will take a oh so slight break, and then we'll we'll record the sucker. Bravo,
1: I'm Bravo. <laughs> Where the devil is there any old age in that? I'm not old. That is all nonsense. A torrent of strength rushes over me. This is life, freshness, youth. Old age and genius can't exist together. You seem to be. Stop, dumb, Nigatushka uh, Wait a second, let me come to my senses again. Oh, good Lord, <laughs> Listen, did you ever hear such tenderness, such music? <laughs> Shh, softly. The moon had set. There was not any light. Save of the lonely legion watch-stars pale in outer air. And what by fits made bright, hot oleanders in a rosy veil Searched by the lamping fly, whose little spark went in and out Like passion's bashful hope. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Oh, there are Petrushka and your Gorka coming back. Yeah. Yes. You have genius. Come genius. here to me, boys! Oh, let us go and get dressed. I'm not old. All oh, that is foolishness. Nonsense! Oh, God! What are you crying for? You poor old granny! What's the... This won't do. There, there. Eh? This won't do. At all. Come, come, old man. Don't stare so. What what makes you stare like that? There, there. Don't cry. Where there is art and genius, there can never be such things as old age or loneliness. (laughs) Cor sickness. Oh, the death itself is, is, is half... Oh, <laughs> no, 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 It is all over for us now. What sort of a genius am I? Oh, I'm like a squeezed lemon <laughs> A cracked bottle And you, you Are the The old Rat <laughs> A prompter <laughs> Come on Do you remember Those lines from Othello, Mm -hmm. Nikodoshka, Mm. yes. Rapid clouds have drunk the last pale beam of even away. The gathering winds will call the darkness soon, and profoundest midnight shroud the serene light. Go out together,
0: curtain falls slowly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that was
0: it. <laughs> I like it, I like
1: that was it. fun. All okay. right, cool. I had a note, yes, absolutely. Uh, where does it start? Page four, uh, the very top, the check off. Yes, if we're changing it to 58 years, I think we have to change 45s to 35s because that would make him. 23 oh, when he yes. started unless he was yes, 13. No. Good catch. So, um,
0: thank you for that. That yeah. is 35 because he had his whole career in the military. Um, there's one, there's a couple of those. Where's the
1: other one? Uh, I've got one in there somewhere. Oh yeah, I found it. On page 7. The middle. Oh, I think those are the only two references to it. But. Yes. Good catch. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anything, anything for you, from you, Adam? Anything you notice? Um, for the for the echoes at the beginning, am I trying to have him not find me, and hopefully he'll think it's just something else so that he can leave? Or am I trying? To- I'm going to be real. I'm not sure why. Because that's from the short story that he's making those noises. Got it. Um, it's to add kind of to the creepiness to it because the whole like bit with like the ghost like hopping over the ledge mm-hmm. is not in the play whatsoever. Got it's it. literally just he walks out on stage and then you appear. And he kind of shrieks a little, oh. and that's how the play starts. Okay. There's not that like whole creepy bit, which I think is really fun. I think it's kind cool. Of cool. Yeah. it's cool. It helps set the mood. Um,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So I,
0: I, it's just kind of. <laughs> I'm gonna go with atmospheric. Atmospheric. Um, oh, it's good. adding to the ooh, the, the, the kind of the weirdness of what's going on. Yeah. Although it's not very weird; it's very mundane, as all Chekhov is. Um, <laughs> but gloriously mundane. Gloriously just mundane. Just do love him so. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Thanks for listening. The goal of Barely There Theatre is to present theatre for free to anyone, anywhere, at any time. All we ask in return is that if you enjoyed what you just listened to, share it with someone. Tune in for our next episode when our July 2023 play, Trifles, by Susan Glassbell will make its debut. Once again, thanks for listening to Barely There Theatre.